0: This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I tell you what, I'm going to take us to a portion of the Scripture today that we have been dealing a lot with in uh, Bible studies that we're doing. You know, normally I do local Bible studies, you know, local gatherings and meetings, and then I do online. But we're in that silly season of early 2020, mm-hmm. and uh, whether you're listening to it this podcast contemporaneously or if you're listening 10 years from now you'll know about the first part of 2020 who knows what the last half is going to give us you know this is july 2020 right now but we've been uh, doing strictly things online right now. So, uh, you know, normally I do local Bible studies. I do online Bible studies. And so we are sort of combining them all online. And we've been working through the book of Romans now for, gosh, how long? About nine months, I guess. It's going to take us nine or ten minutes to finish it. And we're getting close to the end of it. And uh, this last week, we were actually in chapter 12 again of Romans. The first part of chapter 12 uh, tells us how we're to live. Okay, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then uh, verses uh, 4 through 8 talk about how the Lord has gifted every true believer uh, with gifts of the Holy Spirit. And there's all sorts of debate and argument about that kind of stuff. And there's really no reason to be, because the bottom line is this. If you're truly saved, you have the Spirit. If you have the Spirit, the Spirit will grant empowerments, gifts to the individual as the Spirit desires. And it would be for the benefit of all. It'll be for the benefit of the individual, yes, but it'll be for the benefit of all, particularly what you see in Ephesians 4, of the building up of the body of Christ. And that's the whole point. That's the whole purpose. Well, then in the balance of chapter 12 of Romans, uh, Paul writes this, and he is just firing off instruction after instruction after instruction of literally how we as believers are to live, Okay, just, just the things that we're to do. So I just wanted to read these to us today. Okay, this is Romans chapter 12, verse 9 it says this: Let love be without hypocrisy. In other words, don't be a hypocrite, folks. Okay, love one another, but love one another without being hypocritical about it. The next thing it says is: Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. <laughs> so the things that are evil, we're to abhor and we're to cling to what is good. How do we abhor evil? Well, one way is what it says right here to, to cling to what is good, know what good is, and hang on to that. Verse 10 Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. This little phrase, one another, you see all through the scripture, uh, the New Testament particularly. I've actually done a whole series, a whole podcast series on that one another. It's one of the earlier series. And he says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. That shows us what the mortar is that holds us together, that brotherly love. But then he continues, give preference to one another in honor. So we are to honor one another, really with, with no regard to role and functioning within the body of Christ. So someone may have a functioning role that is high profile and everybody knows him. That's wonderful. Somebody else may have a role and function in doing something behind the scenes that nobody ever sees. That's wonderful and just as needed. And we are to walk in honor of one another, giving preference to one another. Okay, giving preference, and, and, and not this uh, getting tied up. Uh, well, where do you want to go eat? I don't care. Where do you want to go eat? What do you want? Not that kind of stuff. But really, uh, giving preference and honoring one another, and the giftedness that the Lord's releasing. Now he continues, uh, verse eleven, same sentence not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So I like that. It literally means don't be slothful in being diligent. (laughs) Don't be lazy in this kind of stuff. Be diligent in loving one another and being devoted to one another. Be diligent in giving preference to one another. Be diligent in honoring one another. Be fervent in spirit as we are serving the lord realize that everybody is serving the lord the entire body you see that again in Ephesians 4 is how the body is structured and put together and every every joint everything is important every little piece every big piece verse 12 continues the same sentence rejoicing in hope persevering in tribulation devoted to prayer so he, he's just firing all these things that we need to be doing, rejoicing in hope. Don't ever forget our hope is not in situation in circumstance. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Rejoicing in the hope that is yet to come, the salvation is yet to come. Yes, we have been saved at one point in time in the past. We continue to be saved, and we will be saved. You see that within uh, understanding of salvation. He says, persevere in tribulation. Realize that a lot of times people think, well, you know, I'm right with God now, so there's not going to be any hard times. We have been promised that there will be tribulation. We have been promised that there would be persecution. We've been promised the hard times. He says, persevere through it. Be devoted to prayer. The next verse, verse 13, same sentence. Let me look here. Verses 10 through 13 is all one sentence. Contributing to the needs of the saints. Practicing hospitality. And so he says, you need to help meet one another's needs. That used to be a lot more prevalent than it is nowadays. Literally, in a, a generation or two, the church has abdicated its responsibility, its role, its calling, its opportunity of contributing to the needs of the saints. And now we look upon governmental entities to do that type of thing. And we think we're working hand in glove with these governmental entities. We're not. We're not. We've abdicated. We've literally given it over to them. Practicing hospitality, that literally carries the idea of being really, really open to strangers and inviting strangers in. And boy, that is a scary thing to most of us, but it need not be. If the Lord leads you to do this, if he empowers you to do this, because there is a spiritual gift of this hospitality. Now quickly, let me read these last few verses. He continues to fire all these things. Verse 14, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those. Who weep. You know, he's just saying, hey, just be a real person. Don't be a fraudulent person. Be a real believer. If somebody's rejoicing, you rejoice with him. If somebody's weeping, you weep with him, but not in a false kind of way, not a fake kind of thing. If someone's persecuting you, resist that temptation of the flesh to uh, retaliate in the same type of ways. As a matter of fact, the last part of this chapter speaks of that, which we're not going to get into right now. But it says, don't take your own revenge. Leave room for the wrath of God, because God says, vengeance is mine. So let God do it. Then the last three verses right here. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. And he'd already addressed this to some degree earlier in the chapter and a couple other places. You know, don't think more highly of yourself than you should. There's nothing wrong with being aware of who you are, what you're able to do, and this kind of stuff. But don't be a wise guy in your own estimation. Don't think too highly of yourself. Associate with everybody. And this is really important in my mind, to be of the same mind toward one another, not to be haughty in mind. And what is that mind that we are be, to be toward one another? Well, I think it's the mind of the Lord. That we are the seek and that we are to search and we are the be of the mind of the Lord toward one another. If we do that, that everything that we do will be that of the Lord. So he continues to build on this verse 17. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. Verse 18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Uh, I sort of grab a hold of that verse, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you do this, you do this, and there's just times when it's not possible to be at peace. I'm at peace with somebody, but they don't want to be at peace with me because they want to cause problems to me. They want to lie. Boy, I've just gone through a thing. Y'all would not believe it. It's just like, You know, somebody just telling face lies multitude, just creating entire fictions of things, you know, provably false, but just does it anyway. I thought, what is that all about? And he's saying, you know, I can't do anything about that. Okay, as far as possible, it depends on you. Be at peace with all men. We have a choice. I have a choice. I can either be at peace with this or I can get angry and get irritated with this. Don't do that. Be at peace. Intercede for them. Pray for them. Bless those who persecute you. Speak blessing over them. Speak words of love that do acts and deeds of love. And let the Spirit of the Lord do what he does. Again, Romans 12, some things about how we are to live as true believers. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.